I think he probably wants to win a national championship for Georgia more than anybody, you know, more than the biggest fan there is out there. So I think there's pressure on from himself also. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Married to the Game. I'm your host, Maria Martin, and I really hope you guys are having a fabulous week. But if you're not, it's okay. Life is weird these days. And if you're not, I'm about to make it a little bit better, or at least I hope. Today's guest, super exciting. We have the first lady of Georgia football, Miss Mary Beth Smart. She's in the house, and she was so fantastic. Honestly, I didn't know what to expect when it came to talking to Kirby Smart's wife, you know, the head coach of the Georgia Bulldogs. But I will say she's so down to earth, so cool, really funny. She'll tell you if she thinks Kirby is funny or not. That's hilarious in its own right. Um, She's just so genuine. And I honestly, I could have talked to her for a really long time. And listen, she holds her own worth in that household. Let me tell you, she was a basketball star at UGA before her Kirby days. She's also in the record books at UGA. Yeah, so mom's cool too, everybody, or the kids if they ever listen to this in the future. So buckle up, wild episode, so much fun. Here's Mary Beth Smart. See, you washed your hair. I actually did not, which is why I'm wearing this hat, so. For a run this morning and got caught in the rain, so it would not have been a good look. Yeah, well, it's fine. You look fabulous. I um, I pulled out the master's hat because I figured, you know what? All things Georgia, got to bring out the master's hat. Yeah, I like it. Well, thanks for doing this. I really appreciate it. I'm, I'm so excited that I get to have you on the podcast. I don't know if you listened to any of the episodes, but I, I think you're going to be great. I um, I listened to about half of Joni Creams yesterday, um, walking the dog. Yeah, so. Joni's great. Yeah, she's awesome. She's Do you? Pump. They won last night. You know, I know. What a game. Yeah. It's awesome. And because you're a basketball fan, I'm sure that you follow them. I mean, as much as you can with obviously football going on. Yeah. It's funny when we first met, when Joni and I first met, I told her, I was like, I'm actually kind of a basketball girl. And she was like, well, I'm actually a football girl. Yep. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. You guys kind of like switch roles. Yeah. Is this, uh, is this the home office? This is, yes. Um, and we've got a... Uh, Ring light. <laughs> yes. Wait. Wait a second. He did say that you bought him the ring light. I got him the ring light for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so- I'm going to use it. He hasn't used it yet. Oh, um, my gosh. Wait, that's funny because now, you know, I totally forgot about that. But I remember he told all of us that in Nebraska. <laughs> did he really? Yes. Let's start from the very beginning because, um, you know, you're a Georgia girl. I know that you and Kirby are what, five years apart in age? Five and a half, yeah. Okay, so same as me and Levi, so we wouldn't have ever crossed paths in college, same as you and Kirby, same deal. Um, But how did you guys meet? So I, after basketball, did not want to leave Athens yet. I just didn't feel like I got the full Athens experience, and um, so I stayed in Athens, got an internship in the athletic department, and he was hired that year um, under Coach Richt, and um, I just, we just kind of ran into each other. I mean, I had to book his interview flight um, when he was hired and he just thought I, at that point, I guess when I booked his flight, I thought I knew how to do everything. So he called me for like <laughs> insurance, where do I get my this done or where do I get take my dry cleaning or, you know, and I'm thinking, I don't know. It was like just, you know, finding a reason to call me. I was going to say, I don't think that he called you because he thought that you did everything. <laughs> 
I wasn't that naive even back then. So, <laughs> so did, you guys had met and then he started calling you after you guys met. No, we had never met. We oh. never even met. He just kept calling me for everything he needed. And at the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the funniest thing is I, rem I remember so well the first time I ever saw him, I'm sitting in a desk like I am right now and he walked into my office and I don't, I'd, I'd seen pictures of him, but I guess I just thought he was taller. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so I had on these like tall black boots with a three inch heel and he walked in and I stood up and I'm like looking at the top of his head, you know, and I was like, oh. You're like, oh, not going to wear these anymore if I end up liking him. <laughs> yeah, I was already liking him on the phone. I, was like, oh, I thought he was maybe taller. <laughs> <laughs> what made you think he was taller? Wait, I don't know. Because these were player, OCC, you know, you're just thinking he's a big guy. Fair. That's yeah. fair. He's totally um, flat footed. So that's, that's, that's okay. But you're what? You're, you're tall. I'm tall. I'm five ten and a half. Five okay. Ten. He's so that's not fair. I mean, you five ten. He's five eleven and a half. So he's like the same height, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. Wait, so did you, I mean, you know that he played football there. Did you know that before when you were, guys were talking on the phone all the time? Yeah, no, I knew, I mean, with his name, I mean, Kirby yeah. Smart is a unique name. So I knew he had played, I'd heard stories about him, um, but, you know, I just never, like, looked into it or anything like that. Never looked his height up, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're better than I am, because me, I'm, like, vetting the whole person as soon as I figure out who they are. That's so funny, because how Levi and I met, um, was kind of similar except it was more me being creepy than anything else because I saw him on a football field and I was like who is that I need to know who that is and so I just tried to look up everything humanly possible about him so I'm a, I'm a little creepier than you are we've known each other for four four and a half well we've known each other a little bit longer than um so like Instagram and Facebook were arrested like back in 2000 well, he didn't have Instagram Oh, wow. So you couldn't find that kind of stuff. No, he's very, like, y'all probably didn't have Facebook, Twitter, or any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, we do, but Levi is, like, weird. He doesn't have any of that stuff. And But he, he played in the NFL for a second. And so when I, I could see that on Google, but I was like, who is this guy? He's so strange. Like, he doesn't have social media. Like, I don't understand. And that's actually why I kind of liked him in the first place, because yeah, I couldn't find him on anything. Yeah. Um, but no, I Googled him. I, I Googled his height. I will admit I did. <laughs> That's hilarious. But you, so, okay. Back to you. So yeah. you and Kirby, uh, he starts calling you all the time. He comes and, and sees you in person. You guys start talking a little bit more. What happened from there? How, how did he start so, wanting to date I, you, I guess? That was like January, probably um, early February. And I mean, it took, it, it took a while. And really, we didn't. We went on our first date in May. We kept okay. running into each other in Athens. Um, but we went on our first date. Actually, I did have a fake Super Bowl party and invited him. Like he was like, what, do you what, are you doing? "What are you doing for the Super Bowl?" And I'm like, oh, "I'm having some people over." And he was like, "Oh, cool, cool. Can I come?" And I'm like, "I have two roommates at the time. We're like, we gotta invite people over. We're having a Super Bowl party." <laughs> so you just did it as an excuse, basically. Totally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, the fake, the fake Super Bowl party. So we, hung, and we hung out a few times, but we didn't actually start dating until like May. And then, you know, that's when they have all their time off. So like yeah. May, June, July, we're hanging out a lot. And then August comes and it's like boom season. We went on Thursday night dates. And, and then he got the job with the Dolphins in February. And it was like, he's gone. And it was like, 
what in the world? It, you know, such a whirlwind. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it was kind of like, well, I'm not going to move down there unless this is going somewhere. And he engaged, we got engaged in March, married in July. So it was like, wow, really fast. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you also kind of, I mean, as a coach's wife, here's the thing. And you understand this fully people, when we were planning our wedding, which has been postponed four times now because of COVID. Oh my God. uh, Yes. But when we were planning our wedding, people are like, oh, well, why can't you have it at this time of the year? And why can't you do it? I'm like, y'all don't understand. We have like one opportunity basically. Right. No, that's exactly. They're like, I feel like every coach's wife has their anniversary between June 28th and July 18th. Something like that. Yes. It's like a tiny window. Oh, it is? One of his best friends was already getting married July 8th. So we were like, that day's out. So it, it was like, we really had two weeks to work with. You have this tiny I, window. Yeah. I didn't, I was like, it doesn't matter where we get, I didn't, you know, I didn't care where we got married. I, had, yep. I wasn't, didn't have all these. It was just like, let's pick a date and everything else will be fine. So is that kind of why it went really fast? You were like, okay, number one, I'm not going to move to Miami unless this is serious, which I totally get. And yep. number two, got to find a small window to get married. Is that kind of why it all came together? Fast? Like we get married this July or we wait a whole year, you know? Gosh, I'm so glad you're talking about this because I've battled with this for so long. People were just like, well, why are you doing this and why? And I'm like, you guys don't get it. There's just no time. Yeah, there's no time. So yeah, we were, I mean, so we literally got married in Athens at St. James Methodist, which is 10th of a mile from our house now. It's so crazy. I drive out every day. I love it. And we had our reception at Athens Country Club. We drove that night to Atlanta, stayed in Atlanta, flew to Jamaica the next morning, and then flew back from Jamaica to Miami. Like never wow. been back to Athens. So my sister drove my car down, loaded up with stuff. And um, it was such a whirlwind. I mean, looking back on it, I'm like, what in the world were we? You probably don't remember like so much of that time, like those couple of months. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Wow. So, I mean, you guys dated for a little while, but from the time you got engaged to when you got married was so fast. Did, were you, I don't know, were you that sure? You were just like, all right, this is it. Like, let's go. Yeah we've actually talked about this. It's like looking back, like, how did we really know? (laughs) I think, you know, um, the best advice my mother ever gave me, she said, love is a choice, not a feeling. And she's like, the feelings come and go and you just choose, you wake up every morning and you you have to remember you've chosen for a reason. And I think about it all the time, you know, so super thankful I chose him and he chose me because it's, worked out that is awesome advice too I'm gonna take that and I think I mean I believe that full-heartedly and you know you've been married longer than I have I'm not even married yet but um I I truly believe that it is a choice every day and especially being a coach's wife is difficult there are a lot of really high highs but there are some parts of it that aren't so great so I think it being a choice is a good thing and I actually think in hindsight too at the time it was really hard to be in Miami away from everyone all our families I mean I was complete culture shock but in hindsight it's like the best it was the best thing for us to just just the two of us you know newly married and we got that time together even though we was working a ton um so it was really good yeah that's awesome I'm actually I'm from South Florida so I know that it's it's very different from Athens I went to Ole Miss so when I went to Ole Miss from South Florida I was like what did I do like this is so different but um I love them both for for what they are um where okay. You, where are you from in South Florida? Boynton Beach. Boynton Beach. I don't know where that is. We so, live in Weston, the city of Weston, which is yeah, where yeah. we named our son Weston. I love that. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> That's a good choice. Um, yeah, no, Boynton is, you obviously know where Fort Lauderdale is, mm-hmm. and then Boca. Yeah. It's just north of Boca Raton. Okay. 
Gotcha. It's, it's not far. It's like um, an hour, give or take, with Miami traffic, which yeah. you know, can be very terrible. Um, okay, so circling back to when you guys first started, when you got into it, you're an athlete, so you know that scheduling can be hard. But when you started dating a coach, did you realize that it was going to be what it is? You know, I don't think I realized – I had all the basketball experience, but um... – it's so different. Football is just the recruiting is just, and, and I think the volume of players, there's so many players on the team yeah. to manage and keep up with. So it's definitely different in that regard, but I, I knew how intense it is and how important recruiting is and getting the good players. Um, yeah. I was going to say, especially if you're Kirby, he's big on recruiting. He's that's yeah. one of his selling points is he's really yeah. good at that. Yeah. And I think <laughs> that for being an athlete, I mean, I was, you know, Miss Georgia basketball, but then I came here to Georgia as a freshman. It was like, holy cow, like these, these girls are next level. And when one of them got hurt, I mean, one of our best players got hurt and is out. It's a big difference. I mean, players make a good, great, I mean, great players make a huge difference. So recruiting is, is super important. And what I think people don't realize too, and you'll know this firsthand because of how invested Kirby is in recruiting. Recruiting is like a, it's, not even just one time of the year anymore. I mean, there's two recruiting periods. You're all go all the time. What is it like to live in the house with Kirby Smart whenever recruiting is going on? I mean, it's always going on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it truly, even now, he can't go out. He can't, you know, the coaches, they can't go anywhere, but he has Zooms every night. That's why I bought the ring light. Um, <laughs> you know, they schedule it almost every night. He's on, he's on the phone with, with somebody. Um, it's, it never never over um and even when and now it's almost like you're recruiting your own players with the transfer portal I know it's nuts um you know so it's like you're recruiting the guys you have and um it's it's crazy do you ever interject your opinion about recruiting yeah players no I I don't know enough I mean I've I've often asked him like I how do you know he's so like you know he'll tell me like this kid is a is game changer. This kid is elite. How do you know? How can you like see him play on film and know that, you know, for me to have an opinion about that? No, I don't. (laughs) He's the expert, not me. I trust him on all, all things football. But do you, you know, I think one of my favorite parts about my relationship with Levi is that we do have a lot in common. Obviously this is part of my job too. Um, You know, I'm really invested in sports, but I think most of our conversations don't actually revolve around football, weirdly enough. Um, Are you guys the same way or do you feel like you have more conversations about football than not? No, we don't. We don't talk about it a ton at home. Honestly, I feel like he has to talk about everybody else. Um, I mean, we, you know, I'm involved in it. I never feel like I'm not part of the team, you know, um, I mean, he and I are definitely a team, but, um, I think he likes to come home and be with the kids and, and not have to, you know, not have to be so worried that we're going to ask all the same things he's been dealing with. All day, <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> but I bet the kid, the kids probably are really in bed. They're at the age. How old are they now? So our twins are turning 13 in a couple of weeks and which is insane. Um, <laughs> Time flies. <laughs> I know. And then, um, Andrew, our baby, our baby is eight. Um, wow. So they're just like, we're just such a fun age with our kids. Um, I mean, they're, they're super active and in, involved in all kinds of things. And so we're just, we're always just going in three different directions with them. 
So that's what we, that's what we focus on. Honestly, I think that'd be something that people would be surprised about us is how, I don't know if it's like, like abnormally normal we are outside of football. Um, just in the sense of like today, for instance, Julia's got a basketball game at four 30. Andrew has basketball practice at five 30. So Kirby will leave her game. I don't know if he's going to make it on time to her game, but he'll, thankfully he can come since recruiting, he's not at recruiting. Yeah. Her game. He'll leave her game early, probably go to Andrew's basketball practice. I'll head to pick Weston up from tennis. I mean, you know, we're just doing the same thing everybody else is doing. Do you ever feel like there's people that, especially in Athens, because it's a small town, do people, whenever you're at practices or games, do they bother y'all? Bother might not be the right word, but you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, there's always, there, there are always people that want to say hi. And honestly, that's a good thing. When they're excited to see you, it's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've never had anybody um, be intrusive or, that's or good. in any sense. Um, I think especially with their school sports, those people are used to us at this point. Yeah. Um, so that's not any, any issue. And um, I always kind of think it's, it's cute when, when the kids are excited to see Kirby, you know. Are uh, they most of the time? Kids. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like other kids, our kids yeah, are, uh, well, yeah, your kids are like, oh, dad, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, you're playing another, another school, local school and, and the kids on the, on the course see them and you can just see their faces when they watch them walk in the gym. Like, oh, you know, <laughs> you. It's, cute. it's cute. It's good to be loved. That's for sure. <laughs> yes. You want to keep it that way for sure. <laughs> yeah. For yeah sure. You, and th- that's the thing too. I think, um, like you said, you know, you can appreciate whenever people are just excited to be around you guys. Are they, um, do they know who your kids are? Like, do they know who dad is to your kids? Um, I'm not sure, honestly. I that's don't also know. a good thing. Yeah. Um, my oldest son plays tennis. Um, he's a big tennis player and, um, that's a whole new world to me, but we travel to tournaments. He was in Macon last weekend, Augusta the weekend before. And so when you sign up, it'll sign up Weston Smart, Athens, Georgia. And so we definitely had people be like, are you, is he like that? Those, are you those smarts? <laughs> you know? What other what smarts, smarts in Athens are there? <laughs> but, you know, I, nobody's uh, we've always I feel like people have just always been respectful of our privacy and never treated our kids with anything other than um kindness so far we've been thankful for that well luckily Kirby has won a lot of games so far so it's it's been so far so good in Athens (laughs) I want to go back to your time um whenever you first started becoming a coach's wife I know he was at funny enough Levi my fiance he's at Valdosta State and that was before your time but I know yeah. that Kirby was there for, I think, a season, right? Mm, I call that BMB. Uh, <laughs> uh, that, I don't think there one, one or two years. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a cool place. I mean, we like it. Obviously, it's three hours from Atlanta, which is not ideal, but, um, but we like it. It's a cool place. Yeah. So lucky for you, you got to go to Miami as one of your first places as a coach's wife. Not many people can say that. Um, what was the NFL like in comparison to – college now um what I remember and we were only there one season um and what I remember of it is is you really do have a lot more time with them they're the recruiting you know they don't recruit they have scouts that do that so you know they work the long hours during the season but um it definitely was it was fun I mean living in Miami that season was fun especially your first year that you were married yeah yeah I played a lot of tennis while he was working and 
Um, I actually taught high school, which is like so random, but, um, did you, did you, you were a teacher like school? Yeah. I got a job as a ninth grade math teacher and um, quickly realized that is not the profession that I was (laughs) meant for. (laughs) Why? (laughs) It's just, it's hard. I mean, I just think our teachers now, especially now with everyone, craziness in this world. I mean, it's really hard. And that's not what I, I had a finance degree. So I was not you know, I was like, oh, I'm good at math. I can teach people. It's, it's so much more. Totally different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, we had a blast together down there and it was just too short. You know, I remember when he got the job the following February in Alabama and left with Nick, like I left Miami and it was like 75 degrees and sunny and perfect in Miami and flew to Tuscaloosa and got the plane. And it was like 30 degrees. And I'm like, why? Are You're we like, dang it. <laughs> why couldn't you have stayed in Miami? <laughs> That's funny. So um, I, I want to get more into the saving connection, but but first and foremost, you are kind of, if I had to guess, a busy body. I mean, you were an athlete. You were always involved in a bunch of things. Said you have a finance degree. Um, have you always found yourself over the years just like not being able to sit still? Like you had to do something? Um, no, not really. Honestly, I. Really? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm perfectly. I'm I'm actually not a busy body. I'm I'm content to. I'm a homebody. Honestly. That's awesome. I don't know if I, if I ever, if I've realized that until I've got a little older, <laughs> yeah. um, but, but we, I mean, I mean, I've already kind of told you the story, the story of us meeting and what a whirlwind that was. Well, then we found out we were pregnant with the twins, like a week before our first anniversary, <laughs> oh my so gosh. our whole like first 10 years of marriage was just crazy. And I feel like we've just kind of now settled into, you know, our kids are a little older and easier. Um, but yeah. So when we, right when we moved to Alabama, I'm pregnant with twins and doing that. So, um, there was no, no time that kept me busy for sure. <laughs> there was no, there was really no time to think about anything else. Was there? I bet. Oh, that was straight up survival mode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Especially with twins. Like I can't, I really can't imagine every twin mom out there. You guys are freaking superheroes. Yeah. And I had never babysat. I spent my whole high school childhood every day playing basketball. I had never babysat. I'd never done, I never changed the diaper, nothing. So, I mean, it was, it was, uh, I'm sure, for sure. I, I'm sure, I'm sure Kirby was a great dad too, but it's hard because, you know, they're, they're not around that much, but what was it like to have twins in the house with him being a coach and being so busy? Well, I'll say this. They were born two days after signing day. So their birthday's February the 8th. So Good for them. They waited until I signing know, day. Right? They, um, <laughs> so that was actually the biggest downtime they have other than the summer, you know, so he was home and, um, I don't ever remember him getting up in the middle of the night with me, but <laughs> <laughs> that's a story for another time. We'll have to talk to him about that. <laughs> yeah, but you know, he was, he was there and he was in it. I mean, every picture we have of them when they were little, he's, he's got one of them, you know? So he's, he's very present when he's at home. I've always appreciated that. What does he like as a dad? I mean, he's awesome. He's, he's gotten better as a dad as they've gotten older. I think a lot of men are probably like that, but he's so involved in, um, in their sports. He loves, I mean, he can't, you know, he hates missing their games and, um, practices. And I mean, just the other night I went out to dinner with a couple of girlfriends and, you know, I was like, okay, you got to pick up this kid here. <laughs> He's got homework, make sure she's takes her contacts out. <laughs> I fully expected to come home and it just be, a, you know, yeah. my youngest who is, you know, still eight. So he's a lot. He's in there doing his homework. Oh, what's going on? Well, dad told me to do it. So I'm doing it. You know, so sometimes I feel like Kirby can get things 
done better than I can. They, <laughs> when dad says do something, they listen, you know. You're like, oh, great. You don't listen to me all day. But as soon as dad says it, okay, cool. So of course, I'm like positive reinforcement. I'm like, Kirby, thank you so much for doing that. Thank you so much for getting money. <laughs> like, like, duh. Like, you, know, you want him to do it more. You're like, thank you exactly. so much. You did such a great job. <laughs> Best. <laughs> God, it's so funny. I'm going to have to remember that whenever I have kids. Um, and I know that your youngest, you know, I've, I've only been here for a year. I've been working in Atlanta for a year, but I did get to spend last football season or at least part of it. Cause I got here in October. Um, covering Georgia. And every time I saw your youngest, he's just like so full of life, like so full of energy. He's just hilarious. Yeah. He's, he's really a funny kid. Um, <laughs> he loves fall. I mean, he loves all, I mean, just baseball, basketball, football, everything. He loves the players. I mean, he runs around and slaps these players on their rear and they're like, they're just like, what's up? You know, and they're like, what's up? So funny he just is, he's got a, um, a real gift really like just interacting with people and, and he's, and he's just extra. Um, <laughs> he's a, he's a funny little kid. Yeah. I don't even know him, but I know that every time I've seen him, I'm just cracking up because he's like, like bending over in front of the pylon camera or, you know, hanging out with the players. He's hilarious. I know. I don't know if you've seen Curry's Peach Bowl press conference, but Andrew went into the locker room with him after the game and stayed with him. It's the first time he's been able to do that because of COVID this year. Yeah. And so the whole press conference, Andrew's standing, standing like he was standing in the, in the corner. <laughs> and I could not believe when I was watching it, I was like, I cannot believe Kirby let him stand up there. My dad made a comment. He's like, that's the longest he's ever stood still in his life. But he was he so, didn't say anything. He was so serious. He had his little mask on. So serious. A couple of times he like nodded his head, like in agreement with what Kirby said. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like the cutest thing. I mean, those are the kind of things that are just priceless, you know? Yeah. Like, and priceless. Did did Kirby and you both, did you guys kind of make it a point where we want our kids to be there? We want our kids to be involved. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. That's To me, that's one of the biggest perks about being the head coach is you can just say, I mean, that's one thing that we never really were allowed to do at Alabama necessarily. Yeah. Um, let's have the kids like around the players and, and things like that. So when we came here, it was like the first thing, you know, Kirby said, he was like, I want our kids at the office. I want them on the practice field. I want them. Um, and that's been hard this year because they've grown, they've grown accustomed to it now. They love it. So, and we haven't been able to do it this year so much, but, um, but yeah, it's super important to us. And, you know, what I think is cool is that Kirby has the football thing, but you said the kids play basketball and you are the basketball guru. You said you were Miss Basketball. You played basketball at Georgia. You're in the record books and for three pointers, as far as I understand at Georgia. Mm -hmm. Um, what is it like to be now a basketball mom? Oh, it's basketball is my still my favorite sport to watch. Um, I I absolutely love it. It's just so fun and fast and quick. You know, the games don't take forever. Um, yeah. But you know, and, and I think Kirby and I both re, re, try to be really realistic with not putting expectations on the kids. But my, my daughter's in seventh grade. She made the eighth grade middle school team this year, so I was so, you know she's thrilled about that. Awesome. She loves it, and her you know. That's all, that's all that really matters to me. She loves it. She's getting exercise. Um, you know, it's, it's, like, it's such a – sports are just, in general, to me, just such a positive thing. And I'm, I'm just glad my kids, you know, are into it, truly. 
or do you just play the role of like mom and you're like, all right, whatever happens in the game is fine. Or do you find yourself like coaching them in your head or even like on the side? Well, I helped coach her team in the past before she was on the middle school team. Okay. And I was the assistant mainly because I could never be the one that could commit to being every practice. I'm yeah. always kind of spread out. And, but I would sit on the bench and kind of tell, tell girls things from the bench. Like, did you see what she did there? <laughs> Pat them on the back. Cause you know, there's a lot of, there's some tears sometimes with girls, you yeah. know? Yeah, for sure. For a second. <laughs> Do you feel like they listen to you when it comes to basketball? Oh, it's hilarious. I mean, my daughter, um, I mean, she's, she's so funny. At one point I was telling her about some experience I had had and she's like, mom, you do not know. You have no idea. She's at that age too. And my dad who took me to every single practice, every single game. Like if you want to know anything about that, my, he could tell you how many points I scored, you know, let's call granddaddy and ask him, you know, (laughs) (laughs) no, she won't believe me. That's so funny. It's just a mom thing. I think when I was that age too, I just thought like my mom didn't know anything. Now my mom is like one of my best friends. So if that gives you any hope. Yeah, no, truly. That was the same with my mom, so. Yeah, but you know, girls are just funny anyway. Yeah. Um, so, okay. You guys obviously have a lot going on. You got three kids kind of all over the place. You said basketball, tennis, Kirby's obviously doing his stuff. You've got your stuff going on. How do you spread out who goes where, when? Just kind of um, each day, whatever is going on, Kirby can be here. How does that work? Yeah, it just depends on, I mean, honestly, I mean, this year he's really been able to be there more than ever. Yeah. It's been a positive for him. And that's, and that, that's one positive from COVID for us. Um, it just is day to day. Literally, I feel like I don't plan my day until it gets there. Cause inevitably if I plan it out and think I have it planned perfect, well, tennis may be rained out or, um, so-and-so is sick. So their mom can't bring Andrew Hunt. They're not going to be at practice. You know what I mean? I mean, things just yeah. change on the fly. So, you know, yesterday, I think I texted him at noon and said, can you take Weston to tennis tonight? And he's like, well, yes, but where are you going to be? <laughs> Baseball with Andrew. You know, it's like one of those things. What's for dinner? Yeah. <laughs> <Spaghetti>. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's on the fly. But that's why I say I just think we're normal. I think, I don't, I don't think that's any different than anybody else. Yeah, but people probably don't think that, especially when you're, you have, you know, one of the best jobs in the country. People probably think you're, I don't know, people are doing things for you, but here you guys are running around taking kids to tennis. <laughs> I mean, like today with Julia having a game, you we both want to be there. Yeah. So I've got a babysitter taking one of the other ones. You know, we're fortunate that we're able to do that. Um, yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, we, we're, we're pretty normal, I think. Even though you really haven't had that normal of a life, you know, but normal in the sense of normal. There are some abnormal things like the Rose Bowl and running on the field after, I mean, that's yeah. abnormal. Yeah. <laughs> normal Tuesday, Wednesday, we're <laughs> good to go. Just chilling like everybody else. Here are your extra long ultimate cheesesteaks. Have a supersonic day. How is yours? Because you got the spicy cheesesteak. A little fire. A little fire. And desire. Oh, I don't know about all that. You're taking it too far. I know it's date day enough. The original and spicy extra long ultimate cheesesteaks. Grilled steak, melty cheese, and golden tots. For a limited time, only at Sonic. For contactless ordering and payment, order ahead in the Sonic app. For a limited time, only at participating Sonic drive-ins. Mobile ordering available only at select locations. Hours may vary. I spent three years in Montgomery, Alabama, covering Auburn and Alabama. 
So I know what it's like. I, I know the true meaning of Alabama football, Auburn football, all of that. And you guys were a part of that staff for a long time. What was your time in Tuscaloosa like with Nick Saban? Um, you know, from my perspective, and I won't speak to what Kirby would say. I mean, I know he had some awesome time. From my perspective, we, I mean, all rabies were born there. Um, I had great friends. I loved the town of Tuscaloosa. Um, it was really, I mean, four national championships. You know, it was a great nine years of our life, truly. And I mean, I'm turning 40 this year. So I'm thinking like, that's almost a fourth of my life. And I think about all the big, huge life events that happened in that time. I mean, it's, it's always going to be like a huge part of my life, I think. Um, that I, that I look on, that I went, I went to the game this, this year when we played in Tuscaloosa and it was really the first time I'd been back and I felt like I was riding around in a movie about my life. It was just so weird. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, Oh, this place and this place. And I mean, I look back on that time with nothing, nothing but fondness. And I think, I mean, I'm pretty sure Kirby would say the same thing too. Um, we definitely wouldn't be here if it weren't for that. You know? For sure. I'm sure probably the only thing that bothers him is that people try to compare him to Nick Saban and just constantly try to fit that into the narrative. I'm sure that's annoying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody's going to always compare everybody to Nick Saban. I mean, yeah. But what he's been able to do there consistently every, I mean, it is insane. I don't think anybody will ever do it again. You know, yeah. the way he's the, the level of success and the way he's adapted to the changes in the game because it has changed. I mean, it's changed so much in the last five years, you know, Absolutely. And, and especially at his age. So he's adapted to it's, it's crazy. Do you guys still have, uh, I mean, I know you have a good relationship with him, but is there, um, even for you and Miss Terry, I mean, do you guys talk ever? We text every once in a while. We, she's, she emails more than she texts. Um, <laughs> Why am other, I not surprised? <laughs> events, um, you know, uh, that's, that's probably was one of the, the strangest things was like our first year when we were got the head job here. And I think we saw them at SEC head coach meetings in Destin. It was like, I was a peer to her almost. Yeah. Yeah. Strange, strange thing to me, but she's always, I mean, I've, I, I have so much respect for her. I mean, she has just always been such a great, um, mentor and, and friend. Um, I mean, I truly, truly love her. I mean, she's awesome. That's gotta be. They'll have a good relationship too. I mean, they text about, you know, you know, if they're playing a common opponent, how would you stop them? How would you do this? That kind of thing. Yeah. yeah I mean, and they spent so much time together, not just at Alabama. I mean, it started before that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely um, super positive influences on both of us. What'd you learn from Miss Terry? Like, what was one of the, if you had to think back and think about all the emails, I guess, that you guys shared, what was one of the biggest, like, pieces of advice she ever gave you? Um, you know, she never really, like, sat me down and gave me any advice. Like, truly, I don't think she, like, said, this is what you, you know, this really helped me or this would help you. But yeah, I remember, I, I just remember the feeling she always, um, as a, like, our assistant coaches as a whole, she always just, like, helped, made us feel really supported, you know, and if, if, something wasn't right if if like one of our ticket if where our tickets were weren't right or if she found out about something that she didn't think was right she's she had our back you know and so she just she just made us feel super supported as as a, as people as like humans um and as she made us feel important in our role with the team and, and recruiting 
that may be actually the most important thing she taught me is, is how important my role in recruiting is. Um, cause she took it super seriously. Um, but I would just say that she had her back and I've always appreciated that. I've tried to take that with me. So is that, is that really what you've taken to Georgia is that your role in recruiting is, is incredibly important? Oh yeah. And I've seen that so much more as a head coach's wife than a business assistant. It's, it's important that these parents and families and, and these kids know that we're real, we're genuine, you know, obviously we want to win. We want you here because we want to win. That's the ultimate, it's everybody's goal, but you know, developing them into people and, and, and building those relationships that truly you take with you, um, the rest of your life, you know? Okay. You said that what Nick Saban has done is incredible. Do you feel like there is pressure on everybody, including Kirby because of what he's done? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think there's pressure on all of us to win a championship, regardless of what Nick's done, or Coach Saban's done. I actually talked to Catherine Richt about this and that there was so much pressure to win a national championship. You said that you know that there is. Um, it's not something that you think about every day, but is it something that crosses your mind every once in a while or maybe at the end of every season? Like, dang, you know, there is, there is pressure. Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, we know that. I don't know if it crosses my mind every day. I mean, definitely doesn't cross my mind. My mind every day. I don't. I can't speak for Kirby, but I have a feeling it probably does. And I think it's you know, it's part of us being at Georgia too. I mean, the fact that we're so invested in Georgia just even before we got here as head coach, like he, I can't. Like I said, I'm not speaking for him. This is just my point of view. For sure. I think he probably wants to win a national championship for Georgia more than anybody. You know, more than the biggest fan there is out there. So I think there's pressure on from himself also not just from outside but I also don't think it lets him it doesn't consume him yeah I mean it's there um it's a goal of his it's a good thing to have goals you know but certainly doesn't consume him and you guys knew that taking the job too I'm sure yeah yeah for sure I mean that's I'm sure why he was a candidate um for the job is because of the success we'd had at, at Bama and you know, he's been there and, and learned that, that process, they all call it. Um, but yeah, no, we are quite aware that it's there. <laughs> <laughs> it is definitely there. And, and Georgia fans will make you know it too, no matter what. Yeah. It's, but, you know, what does Kirby say? Pressure is a privilege. He said that like a thousand times, I feel like. <laughs> it's, you know, you want to be at a place where you have a chance to win a school, a program where, you know, you have a shot. And, and you do at Georgia. So we're super thankful to be here. Do you ever have to pinch yourself? You haven't been a part of a championship team at Georgia yet, but do you ever have to pinch yourself and think, wow, you know, we won four national championships in his tenure as a coach already? Yeah, no, yeah, I do. And, and I think the farther out we are from that, the more I, I mean, I think when we were there, so I was like, oh, we just won another one, yay. Yep. And then you're like, how in the world? Like, it's so hard to do. Yep. It's not, it's not, you know, and the margin of error is so small now. Uh, it's like you don't have to be perfect to even make it to the playoffs, you know. Um, but, yeah, so I, I think the farther we've gotten out from Bama, the more I realize, like, how hard it is to accomplish. Yeah, I think that's what, you know, I, I don't know. People probably realize how hard it is to win a national championship, but when you're in it, it's hard to relay to people how much truly goes into winning a national championship it's freaking impossible it seems like most of the time have a lot of luck too and yep not be injured and 
sometimes you have to have other teams win <laughs> yeah that you don't even ever watch you know you're like oh, I really need them to beat this other team this week you know yeah it's a lot of it's you can say you can control your own destiny but a lot of it is just completely crazy lucky um it's true mm-hmm. so is Georgia going to win a national championship within the next two years two years I mean I don't, don't ask me these kind of questions I would love, <laughs> I would love to say yes I mean, and I think I know my husband's working to to do that yeah you know I don't know that's when, when you ask me if I give my opinions I have no idea like where we'll be ranked next year I don't have any idea like what they're saying we're supposed to how good we're supposed to be I don't know I'm sure it's hard enough as a coach's wife too to even remember everybody's names I've gotten better about that actually um okay yeah I, I know most of our kids really like every single person for the most part well, I at least know their name and their number, most of them. This year yeah. might be the exception because our freshman class, I didn't get to know as well. Yeah, because COVID, that makes sense. Yeah. So do you like, do you study? How do you learn them all? Um, I would say like the first couple games of the year when we're watching and I'm like, wait, that's not J.R. Reed. He's not number 20. He's 20. Oh, it's Major Burns. He's the freshman from New Orleans. Okay. You know, so it's like, you know, in the last, in the bowl game, there were a couple, we had a lot of new players out there. 36 who's 36 Brini okay <laughs> you know, so then I know yeah you kind of put the the number in the face to to mm-hmm. what's happening yeah that makes sense I feel I feel lucky for now because just having to deal with like one position group I'm like that's so easy like I've got quarterbacks and I mean he's an offensive coordinator now but I'm like you know I can handle that like that's no big deal I can't imagine trying to learn everybody on a team yeah well I mean you just you know you do you yeah know. <laughs> eventually maybe um when you feel like always... every play and de- de- like every play is gonna like determine the rest of your life that's what sometimes I feel like yeah like, ah, who's that who's that <laughs> one thing too that people don't understand is um you know they're college kids you can only coach them as much as you can and then at the end of the day decisions are made on the field that are out of your control players have to make plays I know I know it's uh I think your perspective and my perspective on, on this is a little bit different. And it's funny because it's kind of changed the way that I cover things as a reporter too. Like my, it's kind of ruined me as a reporter because I feel like now I like take things personally and I'm like, this isn't how it really is, but you know, (laughs) you know, it's just, it's, it's interesting. It's different. What's been your favorite year at Georgia so far collectively? Um, well, I, 2017 was just such a special year with me when the Rose Bowl played for the national championship. And I think part of what made it so special is we had like that core group of seniors that chose to come back. Um, and they were such great leaders. We also like won all of our games by like three touchdowns that year. Yeah. So there was, like, the games were fun. It was like, Oh, we're up 14, nothing already. And it's the second quarter, you know? Yeah. Um, when you get in these tight ball games and they're super stressful, sometimes that's not fun, but. That was, that was a really, that was a special year. So I have to be the bad guy and ask you about where you were, where you were sitting when that final play happened in the national championship in Alabama won. I was standing on the sideline. I had made my way down um, from the box. My kids were in the box, but I'd made my way down and I was standing with President Moorhead on the sideline and we just like looked at each other like, what? I can't even imagine that feeling of you know, you made your way down thinking, here we are, we're gonna, we're gonna win a national championship. And then that happened. What was going through your head? 
I mean, it was overtime. I think we moved down when we went down there. So it was one of those things where like, you have to leave the box now if you want a shot to be on the field when it's like celebrating. So I yeah. like, didn't really want to leave because I missed a lot of the first, you know, it was bad. It was what bad. was going through your head? I don't really remember. I really don't remember just other than like, I think I was like, did he really catch that? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Just bad. Just all around, just a bad feeling, I'm sure. Do you, um, I mean, everybody is different after wins and losses. What was Kirby like after? Do you just kind of like leave him alone or? After that game or after like any loss? Let's go with that one specifically first. Um, okay, so I can't, I can't remember what I was thinking a little bit because my kids were not with me. They were with oh, yeah. my dad and my in-laws and they were making their way down. So I remember thinking, I hope my kids are okay. You know, especially the little one. He was only five at the time. So I'm sure, you know, I just remember thinking like, gosh, I hope they're okay. And then we got down um, to the locker room and we had a, a minute with him in the, I guess his little, own little private locker room area. You know, he's, he's, he's always concerned about them too. We're okay. It's okay. You know, you know, tells us he loves us, tells us he's okay. Going to go talk to the team, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, it's not fun, but at the end of the day, it is a game. It's not life or death. Yeah. You know, so um, I think he handles it pretty well. Losses are not fun ever, especially when you talk about pressure. Um, but at the end of the day, we have each other. We have our health. We're okay. You know. That's a good perspective. Because yeah. I think some people hang on to it a little too much. And, you know, how do you move on eventually? You have to. No, I think you have to. I, I mean, not to, like, go, like, sad or whatever, but my mother died in 2012. I'm sorry. Five months old. And we ended up playing – Alabama played for the national championship. We actually played Georgia in the SEC championship. Wow. We Georgia and then played Notre Dame and I remember we won that national championship in the Orange Bowl and I just remember thinking yay like we won but is this really what matters you know and I think that that perspective um it was kind of a gift I think she left me and like and through all that which really I would not wish it on anybody but you know what I mean it is it is a game at the end of the day um so you know yeah we want to win but it's not all that matters. There's, there's bigger things to life. You know, there's a lot more to life than, than wins and losses in a game. And I think sometimes college football fans need that stark reminder because, you know, that's part of the game. We love them because they're passionate, but yes. can get a little crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you think that, um, you know, your mom helped the perspective for both you and Kirby, I think, ever since all that happened to you guys that year? Um, yeah. I mean, I think he and I both learned a lot through that. Um, and, and just... I mean, it's a, it's, it'll, it'll bring you back down to earth to, you know, it's like, wait, we're not, we're, we're not getting any younger <laughs> either, you yeah. know, so it's like, you got to make the most of, of, um, of your time, of your life and, and affect others. And, um, yeah, certainly I think so. It affected both of us. Speaking of, um, the time that you guys spend together, you and Kirby, what does a date night look like for you and Kirby Smart? So I think we would have like two different kinds of date nights like we have a date night like we'll go to dinner we love to, we love to eat <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> who doesn't um, we both like a good red wine so like Ooh, me we'll too. Go, we, we also don't typically like a long dinner neither of us so like we like to quick 
eat. You're just like the food part and the wine part and you know, yeah. you gotta go. But the other thing we just love to do is just chill. I mean, we'll build a fire, turn on Netflix. I mean, we're watching Yellowstone right now. I think we're kind of behind. We're late to the game. Okay. I was going to ask you what you, as soon as you said Netflix, I was going to say, well, what are you guys watching? So that's yeah. actually, I mean, we've got that on Amazon Prime right now, but um, yeah, so we're watching, watching uh, Yellowstone. We just started season two. I haven't watched it, but Levi's all into it and he like begs me to do it. Is it's, it? Yeah, it's really good. It's Kevin Costner. I mean, uh, I need, I need to watch it. I know. Cause everyone, everyone brings it up to me and I'm like, all right, fine. I'll do it. Yeah. I can't remember what we just finished before that. I don't know if you remember. It's bad. We just blow through. We blow through stuff. That's what I do. We stayed up too late last night. It's like no more. <laughs> so we were up till 11.15 last night. We watched, so we watched two last night. But I mean, that, that to me is a date night. Like I enjoy sitting on the, you know, just in my house on the sofa with him, you know. Watching Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. And you guys like red wine. I love this. I just got a wine cooler for Christmas. That was my gift. Right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. No kind of red wine. Red and um, yeah, like to eat. We have a lot of things in common when it comes to that. So that's what I mean by my homebody. I'm like perfectly, perfectly happy to sit home in my soft clothes with red wine and a good show. <laughs> I freaking love this. I, listen, we would get along very well. This is, this is my thing. This is like comfy clothes, red no. wine, and Netflix is my hair. vibe. <laughs> yeah not washing our hair you know I don't know we we are very good friends I think all right so before I let you go you're busy and you got stuff to do I'm gonna play a game with you okay Ooh, you didn't tell me about this yeah I know because I wanted to surprise you okay and I don't it's it's kind of hard but because you said Kirby says that a lot I think he'll be good at it I'm gonna call it could it be Kirby I'm gonna <laughs> read you a quote and you're gonna tell me if Kirby said it or someone else okay 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 we're not going to talk about what we're going to accomplish. We're going to talk about how we're going to do it. Mm, I don't think that's Kirby. That is not Kirby. That is Nick Saban. Good job. You're one for one right now. Let me mark this off so I don't forget. Okay. Um, I am very proud of this team in this university, and we're not going anywhere. That's Kirby. That, that is Kirby. Uh, that was the national championship game, I think, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Look at you. Yep. Okay, um, <laughs> I like playing against crummy coaches more. That's not Kirby. That is not Kirby. That's Mike Leach. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not that shocking. <laughs> um, how do you play well? You practice well. You prepare well. That's either Kirby or Nick. That's Kirby. That's Kirby. <laughs> yeah, that's Kirby. You're better at this than you think. Okay. There are no Vanderbilts in the NFL. Not Kirby. That is Steve Spurrier. I was going to guess the other Florida coach. Oh, well, I mean, you're right, close. That's funny. It came from Florida. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Um, the first misnomer there is that I don't want the game in Jacksonville. There, there is not... That's not it for me. I love playing there. I, I know Kirby said that, but except that I don't think he has, I've ever heard him say misnomer. But are you serious? Kirby said that. Kirby did say that. And you know what's funny is because <laughs> when I was talking to somebody about this game who was trying to help me, mm -hmm. um, a, a beat writer for Georgia, he said that he says misnomer all the time or he used to. Oh, that's funny. 
Yeah, I mean, I, that was before my time, so I was like, oh, okay. Say tremendous all the time. <laughs> That's so tremendous. Tremendous. <laughs> I've heard him say tremendous. That's not in any of these quotes. I only have a couple more. Okay. Um, I hope we elect to kick ass. Not Kirby. No, that's Nick Saban. Am I batting a thousand right now? You're pretty good. I, yeah, you haven't missed any of them. There you go. You are batting a thousand. You have two more. If you're good enough to play, you're old enough to play. Kirby. Kirby. Dang. I thought this was going to be kind of hard. I'm disappointed. I think you're making me think. You're making me think. <laughs> okay, last one. It never stops. It's 365 recruiting. That cell phone you've got, these smartphones are the death of college coaching. Not Kirby. That's you Kirby. Right. Dang it. It's Dang it. You got me right at the end. Oh, I was going to say he loves his cell phone. Yeah, well, he probably doesn't love it when it comes to recruiting. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you know, you did a good job. You, only, you missed one. That was fun. That was awesome. Now I yeah. feel like I wish I had more. <laughs> <laughs> so uh I mean you said you don't really pay attention do you ever hear like or read some of the things that he says yeah I'll, I'll watch his press conferences usually um I listen to what he says I just don't listen to whatever other people say about him That's smart put it that way I, good or bad I no, like you, that you don't need anybody telling you how good you are either now Kirby's mother watch she looks at a lot of things so she'll tell me every once in a while does she yeah they're they're into it Okay. Um, what is your favorite part about being a coach's wife? I mean, I do love the fact that our kids, you know, it's a family thing. We're all a team. We're all involved. I love that. Um, you know, my kids get to do some pretty fun stuff with him. There, there are definitely some perks. Um, I love, I love the other coaches' wives too. Like our relationships, my assistant coaches wives are awesome. Um, that's definitely a perk. Um, yeah. So relationships, I would say. And what do you wish that people knew more about Kirby? Um, I think I've kind of touched on a little bit of it. I mean, he's just like, he's just such a cool guy. I mean, I think people know he's a cool guy. He's just normal and he's a good dad and he's a great husband. He's very generous with his time with us. Um, you know, he loves, he loves to play golf. He loves, to, you know, he's just normal. Is he funny? He seems so serious all the time. He is serious. Um, <laughs> he's sarcastically funny. Yeah. He's, he's, but he's funny. Yeah. But he's more serious than funny, I guess. I wouldn't say like anybody would just like describe Kirby as like, oh, he's so funny. Did you hear that? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> that curves me up because I could see that and I wanted to hear it from you. Yeah. I don't know. The funniest I guess I see him is, is when he's with his like, friends like his buddies from college they have a group of them and they're still like best friends and when they're together I mean they just cackle just laugh you know <laughs> just crack each other up that brings me to one of my last questions you know he played at Georgia you played at Georgia you are from Georgia did you ever think you'd be here I mean the head coach of the University of Georgia what are the odds that you guys end up here no, I mean, certainly, you know, you have goals and dreams. And he wanted to be a head coach for sure. But like to think that would ever happen here is just crazy. I mean, we're so thankful. I mean, a lot of the, the other head coaches we've met around the country, you know, they're in great jobs, but they're nowhere near their families. You mm -hmm. know, we're great friends with the Oregon coach. They're from Miami, mm -hmm. you know. 
so it's a great job, but it's like, so, you know, so we're just so thankful that we're in a great spot. Our families both live within an hour and a half. We see them all the time. You know, like we talked about, that's stuff that really matters, you know? Yeah. Not that you have the choice, especially these days. Um, But would you guys retire there? Um, Somebody asked me that the other day. It it was funny. Literally last weekend, somebody was like, where do you guys think you'll retire? And both of us were like, we've never talked about that. I mean, it's also just an impossible thing to predict, obviously, but we love it here. Our kids love it here. I mean, who knows? You know, we, we really, truly, we were like, we, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You probably, I mean, these are things that obviously you probably just don't, you're far from retirement. It's not like you're going to sit around and talk about that. You know, we're just trying to make it through the logistics of our afternoon. (laughs) We haven't thought about retirement. (laughs) You haven't? What do you mean? You haven't thought about 30 years from now? (laughs) But yeah, I would love, I mean, I love Athens, you know, I would love for that to be an option for us. Do they know how cool you are in Athens? You have the twins, the kids? Yeah. They were like, mom, mom was a baller too. It's not just dad. Yeah, I know. I think they know. They know. They just don't ever say it. Yeah. (laughs) No. Coach Flanders actually came to one of Julia's games a few weeks ago. Oh, that's cool. And I didn't tell her he was shooting, he was coming because I didn't want her to get like worked up. Yeah. uh, she was like, oh my gosh, like, how did you ever play in front of him? He made me so nervous. <laughs> That's so funny. But so they get it. They understand that, you know, it's not just dad that's got all the cool stories and, and was the athlete. It's you too. Yeah, no, they get it. You guys are, you're literally the, the perfect people to be in Athens. And I think that, um, I, I hope at least people really appreciate that you guys are in Athens because I think you're the perfect family for the job and you guys just do such a great job. Well, I appreciate it. I do think the fit matters and certainly we're happy to be here. I, I like told you it would be easy. I feel like we're like BFF now. I know we got to hang out. Yeah. COVID's weird, but I literally don't do anything. It's me. Levi lives in Valdosta. It's my dog who's in my room right now. And uh, we're just hanging out. Crazy. Yeah. Well, good luck. I hope you get that wedding in this summer. Thank you. Yeah, we're trying to. Man, there are so many things when it comes to this episode that I could talk about. I think one thing that sticks out to me in particular was A, she crushed that game, okay? I mean, she was really good. And honestly, we could have kept going. I just ran out of quotes, to be honest. Um, But two, when she was talking about Miss Terry, Terry Sabin, wife of Nick Sabin, it's funny because that's somebody that she looked up to for so long that so many people do, obviously. And now they're on the same playing field. I mean, Kirby Smart is the head coach of one of the biggest programs in the entire country. And for Nick to have been kind of a mentor to him for a long time, now they're on the same playing field. It's it's awesome. It's good to see them uh, keeping that relationship alive and also great to see the Smarts doing really good things in Athens. All right, time now to preview who we're going to hear from next on Married to the Game, and that is... Kiara Douglas. She is the wife of former Atlanta Falcons wide receiver Harry Douglas, who does some stuff for ESPN now, does some media things. But also, they were on WAGS, which was a reality TV show on E! So she brings a really cool perspective. A former Atlanta Falcons and Atlanta Hawks cheerleader. We get into so many things. The nitty-gritty of being an NFL player's wife. She brings the heat in that episode. So make sure you tune into that episode because it's a great one. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and make sure you leave me a comment and maybe a ranking so we can communicate a little bit more. Tell me who you'd like to see next on the show. DM me. I got you. This is Married to the Game. <laughs>